The trial of Kellen Winslow II has ended. Following the conviction on four counts, including the rape of a 58-year-old woman, a Vista judge declared a mistrial on the eight other counts Winslow had. The defendant, a one-time Pro Bowl player, is the son of Chargers tight end and Hall of Famer Kellen Winslow. Winslow was accused of several sex crimes against several older women, including rape, assault, and indecent exposure. For the San Diego Union Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Terry Figueroa, you're a public safety reporter for the Union Tribune, and you just got out of the Kellen Winslow case, which just wrapped up today. Why don't you explain what news happened today and yesterday? Well, um, Kellen Winslow II um, faced multiple charges. He faced 12 counts. Um, Yesterday, a jury found him guilty on three counts, cleared him on one, but they hung they they couldn't they couldn't uh, come to a verdict, so they went back and continued deliberating. And then this morning, they sent the note to judge uh, the judge a note saying we're deadlocked, and so he, the uh, judge declared a mistrial on those eight counts alone. So when um, Mr. Winslow is sentenced, he's looking at um, up to eight years for um, a rape uh, conviction, and he's also looking at lifetime registry as a sex offender. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, whether or not there are additional, um, whether whether or not there's a, a next trial or, you know, he's convicted on any other charges or acquitted on any charges, that conviction stands. So what exactly does that mean um, when it reaches a mistrial? So all that means is that um, it's, it, it's as if it never happened. You know, the, the this trial on those particular counts, there was no decision, so we just that sort of never happened, and we move on and see if we can try it again or not. It's up to the district attorney's office to decide whether or not they want to bring the trial uh, again for those counts only. The counts where the jury has reached a verdict, those remain. Those are intact. The, the jury yesterday um, found that Mr. Winslow uh, was guilty of raping a 58-year-old homeless woman in Encinitas last year. They found that he had exposed himself to a woman who was gardening in her yard in Encinitas last year. And they also found that he had committed a lewd act in front of a 77-year-old woman at a Carlsbad gym earlier this year. And um, so what was the differences in evidence that caused those um, some charges to be, you know, found guilty of and then others not? Well, oftentimes these cases are um, very difficult for a jury to decide. Um, sometimes juries uh, look to the credibility of the accuser. Um, in this case, there was five different uh, women who had accused or had said that, that uh, something untoward had happened. Three of them accused um, him of rape. Mm-hmm. Um, in two of those cases, the jury hung. But what's interesting is that the jury hung in eight total counts, and all of them, they hung in favor of conviction. Now, one of them was, was pretty close. Um, in, it was seven for conviction, five for um, not guilty. So that one is, I mean, that's, that's a really split jury. Mm-hmm. In, um, in other cases, they were, they were 10 to 2 in favor of conviction. All right, and uh, let's step back a little bit. So these uh, alleged crimes have happened over a period of time. Can you kind of give me the story of uh, Winslow, like how this all happened in the first place? Yeah, so last 
June, June 2018, um, the news broke that um, Mr. Winslow the second had been arrested, um, and the gist was is that he had a neighbor called police and said, "Hey, I saw this guy walk into my neighbor's house um, in a mobile home park, and he emerged shirtless. And you know what's up with this guy?" So they stopped him and they briefly held him and detained him um, for you know something related to that. His camp said it was a misunderstanding. Um, then a week later. There was just this shock, this this bomb from the sheriff's department that they were charging him, they were rearresting him and charging him with raping two women mm-hmm. and exposing himself to another. And there were a couple of other charges in there, and and that was just a complete curveball. Like, where did that come from? It was, it was very surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that case sort of made headlines, a uh, woman came forward. She's now thirty three. And she reported that um, she alleged that Mr. Winslow had raped her back in 2003 when she was 17 and he was 19. So prosecutors brought charges in that as well. And then while Mr. Winslow was out on bail awaiting trial, a woman at a Carlsbad gym, a 77-year-old woman, Uh said uh, she'd had two encounters with him in which she had... uh, accused him of lewd conduct. So it was all of those charges, five victims, 12 counts. It was that that a jury had to to balance in a way over the last couple of days. I guess they were deliberating for, gosh, a week at least. Yeah, and that's a lot of evidence to sift through and a lot of testimony that I imagine is rather shocking. It was. It was three weeks of, well, two to three weeks of, of testimony um, and Arguments And, yeah, I mean, they heard from all five accusers. Um, they also, of course, the defense put on a case as well, um, and their witnesses included police witnesses um, who had taken reports different than what um, some of the accusers had said. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was, there was a whole lot of, of stuff for this jury to, to go through. And, uh, you know, they, they came to their decision yesterday on Monday with regard to finding him guilty of raping a woman who was 58 years old. And she sort of knew him from around town. She said that uh, she first encountered him a couple months earlier, um, maybe in late 2017, early 2018. Uh, and he spotted her. She was just walking down a street, lugging all of her belongings, headed to a shelter. And he stopped and offered her a ride. Mm-hmm. And she took the ride, and then over the next couple months, he would just—he was very kind to her around town, and mm-hmm. you know, just sort of see her and talk to her, and make sure she was okay. But she says that that changed on May thirteenth, two thousand and eighteen. She got into his car to go grab a cup of coffee, and she says instead he drove her to a secluded spot and raped her. One part of this case is his fame and his father as well. How does that factor into this entire narrative of this individual who, in a sense, has fallen from grace? Well, you know, it certainly drew a lot of media attention. Um, And the courtroom was heavily, there was a heavy media presence. Uh, Court TV uh, live-streamed the proceedings. Um, So there was certainly a lot of attention on it. And during opening statements, you know, his attorneys said, they acknowledged, look, he has lived an unusual life. Um, 
And the prosecutor had said, please don't let that, that fame blind you. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it was something that both sides acknowledged. Yeah, and in, in trials like this, especially with the media attention beyond just us, but from the national media, that does certainly change a trial drastically. Well, there definitely was a lot of media attention on this case. There was certainly um, national attention as well, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So um, what's happening next with him now? So uh, on Friday, the district attorney and the uh, defense attorneys will be back in front of the same judge this time um, to sort of, it's sort of a status conference. Um, They have a couple of things to discuss. Probably the biggest thing is whether or not the district attorney's office um, will opt to uh, retry Mr. Winslow on the charges um, that the jury deadlocked on. Um, So that's probably one of the big questions. The other question is, at what point do they want to set a sentencing date? Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, if the the DA's office does say they want to bring uh, the charges again, then, you know, we'll have to set a trial date. Mm-hmm. So there's 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 a number of of uh, questions still ahead. Yeah, I think uh, some people have the assumption that this whole process is rather fast. When in actuality, there are steps and steps and steps for things to go through. You know, it's interesting. This particular case happened to move more quickly than um, several cases I've seen in the past. This one, um, inside of a year from the time of his initial charging to. Uh, see, he was initially charged in this case, I want to say, in mid-June, and here we are in mid-June, so a year. Yeah, what do you think causes it to be faster than you'd normally see? You know, I, I don't know. I was sort of wondering about that myself. There was um, there was not a lot of delays. It was um, it kept moving quite, a, quite along. Mm-hmm. And is there any um, one moment uh, in this trial or the coverage of the story for the past year that kind of sticks out? to you as uh, something defining with this story that is rather shocking? You know, for me, I think it was um, just the initial shock of the charges to begin with. I, th- I think that was really the the moment that was most surprising was, was the charges themselves. Mm-hmm. His attorneys have vowed to appeal, and and they you know vowed to fight very hard, and and they have litigated this this case very hard, and and you know very um, vigorously defended their client. Mm-hmm. As a uh, lawyers are supposed to do, as they are supposed to do, as they are charged to do. Yes, regardless of anything, any crimes. <laughs> That's right. You know, I don't know if I mentioned too. Aside from he was convicted on three counts, he was convicted on a felony rape. He was convicted on two misdemeanors, the uh, indecent exposure and uh, committing a lewd act in front of a a woman at the gym. The same jury acquitted him of a second charge of committing a lewd act on a second occasion in front of that same woman at uh, Carlsbad Gym. So Mm -hmm. the jury um, did find him guilty of three counts, one felony, two misdemeanors, and they cleared him of a misdemeanor. Still leaves eight charges that does. All right, Terry Figueroa, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. In other news, a Mira Mesa dentist allegedly committed insurance fraud. She billed insurance companies nearly $600,000 for 623 root canals that were unnecessary. April Rose Ambrosio pleaded not guilty Monday to 75 felony counts of insurance fraud. 
Prosecutors say the scam lasted from 2014 to 2017. She has not been arrested, but the Superior Court took her passport. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. On weekday mornings, you can also hear a quick rundown of local weather and headlines. Just tell your smart speaker to launch the San Diego Union Tribune. You can also get the Flash Briefing as a podcast. For a full listing of our audio offerings, go to uniontrib.com slash podcasts. Until next time.